Being able to still be teachable, anything that we do is to direct people to God. I am a pastor. It's your heart to serve. It's understanding who Jesus is. The smile is really good at hiding. Firing away here with you guys. Whatever your weakest piece can be, something brought this in about it. Yo, 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 what is going on? Genesis Church, we're so excited to have you guys joining us today. Uh, it's another week, another Thursday, and I'm super stoked about this um, this particular one. Won't get too far ahead of myself. I am on a time crunch, so uh, <laughs> we've just been having a lot of fun. So we've been able to meet the pastors, get to know each one of them as you guys have been uh, checking out the previous podcasts. But uh, again, I'm your host. I am uh, Johnny and we have our uh, segments. Um, let me get this in here real quick for you guys. Every Thursday talk, uh, every Thursday we're launching our Thursday talk. You can find us over in uh, Instagram. You can find us on uh, Spotify. We're on uh, all platforms. And so whatever your needs are, uh, you, we can meet those in wherever platform you desire. So check those out. Uh, but once again, I'm your host, Pastor Johnny. You uh, see me up there. I'm uh, doing a lot of the worship, but I'm also hosting this uh, podcast, uh, Thursday Talk, which we've been doing for quite some time. But we've uh, opened it up to the entire church now to have uh, some time with us. So before we move forward, I just want to let you guys know, just leave a comment, question, any prayer requests, anything uh, in the chats. We would love to uh, just spend some time in prayer on the back half of, of this as well. So, um, but anyways, we are in, if you guys have been with us the last three weeks, we are in meet your pastors, uh, segment or season. And so, uh, we are on week four. And so we've been able to meet, uh, a little bit more Tim, Will, PJ, and, and now we have, uh, an interesting fella. We have, uh, you know, the one and only Mr. Chad Harper, Really excited to have him on with us. Put your hands together for him. Yes, yes, yes. Chad, what is going on, my man? You clap. You just hit a button where it sounds like people are clapping. <laughs> and it's only the two of us in this room. What am I, what am I doing? <laughs> hit that one more time for Johnny. Let's make some noise for Johnny. Let's go. <laughs> Hey, don't hate the player, hate the oh, game. Oh, my word. All right, man. All right, all right. So anyways. Uh, Do you have a laugh welcome. track? Do you have welcome. a laugh track for anything? I got a lot of stuff, bro. Oh, be ready word. for this one. I, I got a lot of stuff. I don't know the other side of that computer. I, 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 yeah, don't, don't, bro. I, got, I even got the DJ. <laughs> on. Let's go. <laughs> Oh, it's going to get interesting here, bro. Oh, it's going to sure. get interesting. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Yeah. I was really looking forward to this particular one. Um, just because I mean, we, you know, our friendship is just, you like, love me. I do, man. A lot. I, I do more than anyone else. I do. And I want, and I want to talk to everybody about, uh, uh, me or our, us being Valentine, Lovers, lovers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ministry though, <laughs> ministry only ministry lovers, lovers. <laughs> only ministry lovers. Let's not get people confused. Just ministry. We lovers. are here to edify you yes. guys and help you. So yes. um, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to get you on board here. Um, talk to us a little bit about uh, life. I, I know you got uh, some big things happening here soon. Yeah. Um, pulling up a picture of you guys here. You did your um, 
the beautiful baby picture. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I can um, see your face, and you, yeah, I don't know. You just kind of have this. What's getting ready to what? happen? <laughs> what did I get myself into? What can I do? Oops. Oops. Here we go. Let's try it one more time. Um, thank God you don't have to take a test to be yeah, a parent. Gosh. So uh, yes, yeah. Right. So been um, been married to Michelle for twenty years. Um, met her on amazing. vacation uh, with uh, with Pastor Tim in a family. trip that we had down to Orlando. Got a five year old. JJ started preschool a couple weeks ago, and um, he's doing great. Absolutely loves it. He's requested a mohawk the last two Let's days, go. and so uh, what do you feel about some that? Hair. I love it. Yeah, could care less. So, it's, <laughs> but uh, I do I do what he asks when it's uh, when it's nice. You have to. Yeah. And then um, we got a little girl on the way that That's uh, awesome, man. slated for sometime before November first. So yeah. I guess we find out the actual date. Um, I guess on September the 8th, Michelle goes, finds out exactly when the date is. So That's it's going to awesome. be a scheduled C-section. Yeah. So JJ gave her a little difficulty on his entry. And so uh, <laughs> we're going to do the scheduled C-section. So yeah, family Which of four. I, I think you're going to enjoy that. You know, a scheduled C-section. You're like, you're, that's that's how you roll. You like to have things. I'm not bad with the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Tim said it's crazy, though, because like when you're waiting, you know, for your, your child, you're like anticipating it. <laughs> And then with a scheduled C-section, it's like, so 9 a.m. tomorrow, going to be a father of a daughter. Yeah. And, uh, let's rock and roll. This does sound weird. So yeah, I said it's, it uh, it's kind of nerve wracking, <laughs> but I'm excited. So it'll be good. Family of four. JJ's excited. So it's great. And I mean, you just love to start everything a little late. Yeah. You know, you're a little late to the to the party. I, we, we committed to five years waiting yeah. when we got married to have a baby. Yeah. And so I, uh, I was able to renegotiate that contract <laughs> three times. And uh it was good. So you enjoyed life, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. So it was good. So yeah. we uh, traveled a lot, did a lot of cool things, and it's been good. That's awesome. So yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's 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 beautiful to see you guys, man. Just really you jump, you just seeing this phases of your guys' life has been great. And so uh, I've met, I've had known Chad for wow, ten years maybe yeah, nine, probably. ten. Yeah, long time. And so um, he's the same person as from then as he is now. So he's he's just amazing, and so just older and grayer. Older, grayer, yeah. The beard's a little fuller. Yeah, hopefully wiser. <laughs> doubtful, doubtful, but yeah, we can always you. hope. I got you. Always hope. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I want to spend some time. Uh, obviously, this is all you know. We're seg segueing from our fruit of the spirit. We all got really vulnerable uh, yeah. with the church. Talked a lot about our uh, just our time and the past. Uh, some experiences there won't go too in depth with all that, but I just, you know, wanted to take this time to get to know all of you guys a little bit more, more further. So I've been asking some typical questions and stuff like that and just kind of want to roll that with, with you. Sure. So uh, just tell us, man, uh, just right up front, who is Chad Harper? Like who, who, who are you? Well, first of all, um, it's kind of funny. Tim and I just came out of a meeting talking about what we're going to speak on Sunday and uh, we're talking about identity and so, uh, you know, who is Chad Harper? First of all, you know, I'm a child of God. Mm. And so that's something that, um, that I really base everything I do on. And it's who God says I am. Yeah. And so uh, I do a lot of things, but who I am is just simple. I'm just a child of God, trying to seek him, trying to please him, do what he's called me to do. Um, but what I love to do is I love ministry. I love people, I love talking to people love what I do. But, um, when it comes down to it, man, I am one of the greatest compliments I've, I ever get is I'm the same person on the stage teaching as I am sitting on the front row 
as I am, you know, walking down the hallways of wherever I'm walking down. And so that's what I try to be is just an authentic guy. Sometimes it gets me in trouble uh, with my honesty. Um, but but that's who that's who I am. Just yeah. an honest, honest guy, authentic guy trying to trying to chase what Jesus has called me to do. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you put it out there. I, I love the fact that you just always challenge us, um, you know, and always asking the deeper questions in a lot of things. And so I, I think we sometimes just kind of attack stuff to attack it. But you always challenge me to really look further in detail and look in the weeds and see why behind the what, a lot of that. And just, uh, yeah, you know, and so I'm like, all right, if, if Chad's ready to ask a bunch of questions, I better be ready to answer yeah. these things. And so well, I learned that you, in order to be a leader, a good leader, you have to be really good at asking mm-hmm. questions. Yeah, yeah. And so heard a lot of people uh, over the course of my life, you know, speak that. So a lot of people think as a leader, you have to talk a lot. And as a leader, you really have to ask the right questions. Mm. And so that's what I've tried to do is become a really good, you know, really good at asking the right questions at the right time to the right people. Uh, And by the way, uh, we have uh, Bruna Lupo. She says, what's up? What's going on? She's excited to listen. Um, She's awesome. David Gabbard. Um, Not sure if he's in Hawaii right now or if he's in David, you you have no idea. idea. (laughs) But welcome, guys. Welcome. Glad to have you here. Uh, Let's go. You spoke about leadership. So let's get into our uh, leadership segment here. And so um, first and foremost, just what was um, when and how did you sense the call of ministry in your life? Uh, How did that all kind of start? What age? You know, so for me, it it started really early. you know, my, my family was always around church. I was in church, you know, my whole life, nine months before I was born, I was mm. going to church every Sunday. Um, so I, it was something that was just a big part of my life. So a lot of the, a lot of the things in my life, um, the best times, you know, a lot of them were church involved, ministry involved, uh, church groups, youth groups, all that involved. So I went through kind of a difficult childhood. Um, everybody's got a story. I've got one as well. So a uh, young age, um, my dad deserted us, so left me and my two sisters. Um, two years later, my mom died of cancer. So my mom's parents, so my, my grandparents, um, adopted me and my two sisters right then. So uh, they'd been my mom and dad since I was 12. Um, really, when my dad left when I was 10, um, my mom couldn't take care of herself because she was sick. So we actually moved in with my grandparents at that time. So really, since 10, so 32 years, I'm 42 um, you know, my, my grandparents have been mom and dad to me. Um, so in that, what they did was they put me in front of a lot of different people. And so a lot of the people that really spoke into my life early were, were pastors, were youth pastors. One specifically is pastor Brian Bloyd, uh, who's up at Westridge church, obviously Genesis ascending church. Um, he's been a hero of mine for, I mean, literally since, since I can remember, um, relationship there don't have time to get into the whole story but he knew my family uh when my mom and dad were both still with me wow. and so um he worked for my granddad uh when he was in college and then come to find out he came back he was my youth pastor when i started sixth grade wow. was my youth pastor all the way up only guy i ever knew and during those those six years that he was with me um really seven years, I guess, that he was with me. It was one of those crazy things that he always gave me opportunity. He always spoke into me. He always challenged me at a young age to, to be different, to be better, to do better. Um, and he gave me opportunities to like to share, to t- tell my story, to teach. 
um, you know, my peers. Mm -hmm. And so it was at that point that I really feel like God was calling me to something different. Um, it was really at that point that I felt God was like putting his hand special on me in that area. And so, uh, pastor Brian was one of those guys that really pulled that calling out of me. Wow. And because of the opportunity that he gave me, you know, he was my role model. He was my mentor. He was my hero. Is that the same Brian so, that uh, Tim was talking about? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah wow. So he was, he was the guy that. He's the lead pastor now for. Yeah. For Westridge. Yeah. And so he's, wow. he's the guy that, that really sensed that call on my life, spoke that call into me. And uh, he's the reason, you know, that, that I knew what the call of God was and he helped pinpoint that in my life. And so, um, I would say I, I was probably 13, 14 years old and, um, back where, where I grew up, one of the things that they challenged was you just surrender to that call. And so I remember walking down in church one Sunday morning, talking to a pastor and saying, you know, I really feel like God's calling me into to ministry full time. And I didn't know what that looked like, but I just knew that it was, it was evident God was calling me to do that. And so uh, that pastor with Pastor Brian as well, just kind of walked me through that mm -hmm. and um, graduated high school. And uh, instead of going into the college ministry, went back to middle school, started serving. Wow. And, um, you know, one thing led to another. And so I've been a, yeah, I've been a full-time pastor for 21 years. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's been, it's so been great. I, it's crazy. Just the story and then how you've just continued to stay faithful. Uh, yeah. One of your most impactful messages, man, I, I, I heard you preach in Rethink Life. You had me in tears. You don't, I don't think you know this story. You, one of the first messages you preached, uh, I was just, um, we were transitioning. Mm -hmm. So we were just figuring things out and you brought a word that just really spoke to me, but great is thy faithfulness was probably one of those uh, moments, man. I'm like, wow, it's really like, I almost felt like I got to know you at another level, yeah. but God just really just, I don't know, man, it was a powerful, powerful time. Um, and so I, your story is phenomenal. Um, and many people think you, you probably had a silver spoon growing up, but they don't even know exactly what you've been through. Yeah. I, I, I did for a while. I didn't want to ask you this, but um, I, I didn't know the situation with you, Granny and Papa. Yeah. Like, so I was just like, my wife would be like, is that his parents? Yeah. Do you? And I was like, I don't know, honey, What's but I didn't know when to ask. I've always, called, like, I've always called Papa. <laughs> For the last probably twenty years, dad. Yeah. So you know, but I called granny. Right granny. So man, and everybody like, calls her yeah, granny. Yeah, yeah. So I never called her mom, <laughs> even though she was that mom figure to me for you know yeah. thirty years. Yeah. So, but it's always been dad and granny. Yeah. And so I think that just confuses I, people. I never. Yeah. Well. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I I, I'm not gonna ask until it comes up. So they're 87 and 86, but they only Dude. look like they're in their 60s. So. They are strong uh, people, yeah, man. Strong people. Uh, you know, and getting into this, you know, you said it is 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 Brian one of the most um, influential for you um, yeah, in your life? So early on, it was Pastor Brian, and then when I graduated from college, I went to work at a church called Rainbow Forest Baptist Church in Roanoke, Virginia, which is about forty five minutes from Lynchburg. Mm. And Jonathan Gagusian um, was the pastor that brought me on. I interned there, and then he brought me on. Um, kind of like as his assistant pastor and then middle school pastor, you know, stuff like that. So he's what I consider my ministry mentor, mm -hmm. where a lot of the things that that I had learned in college, I saw him live it, live it out. Wow. And so, you know, Brian was early on. And then Jonathan, you know, actually, when I got into ministry, he gave me my first opportunity. So wow. he's my he's what I call my ministry mentor. Um, you know, and I've always said, I mean, Brian Floyd is just my hero. So yeah, he yeah. just, he's always been that to me. What's been like, 
you know, through all this time, 21 years in ministry, like what have you kept as a foundation for you um, as values in your leadership and, and just being, yeah. being a pastor? Authenticity to me is the most important thing, mm. um, especially when I started with student ministry. Students can see right through it. And so being authentic, um, I'll never forget I was pumping gas at a gas station one time um, and a student and his family pulled up and I was like, hey, bud, how you doing? And he was like shocked that he saw me outside of church. And <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't understand it, but he was like, you know, it's like I exist like I'm, you know, I don't just exist inside the four walls of the church. Wow. And he was just like flabbergasted that like, oh, my gosh, it's Pastor Chad. And he's, you know, it's Sam's pumping gas, you know, and that really hit me hard. So because I want people to see that being a pastor, it's what God called me to do. It's not yeah. who I am. It's just what God called me to do. But I'm an authentic person. So um, authenticity for me is, is, a, is a huge leadership value. Um, and when that kid saw me, it really, you know, it made it so it's like, man, I want people to see me live my life. Yeah. I, I don't want to be just somebody they see on a platform somewhere or just here on Sunday. I want somebody, I want them to see me live my life. And I want them to see me raise my kids and love my wife and my friends and joke yeah. and have fun. So authenticity is a huge leadership value to me. Um, teachable is a huge one to me as well. Um, you know, I, I, I say a lot, the moment you stop learning is the moment you stop leading. Mm. So I want to always be learning things. I want to be teachable. Yeah. Um, Tim and I, you know, we've grown up together, you know, as long as I can remember. And he teaches me things even now. And we're, you know, we've been doing this together for just a couple years, but there's always ways and people that can teach you. And so teachable is a huge thing to me. That's awesome. And then um, the, the other, the really the third one I would say is just loyalty. Just be loyal. So many people run when it gets hard and there's no loyalty, you know? Mm. And um, I mean, I love you and your loyalty to Milwaukee sports, right? Yeah. So even when Go they bumps. were awful, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It was like, you knew it. And when, you know, they, they were going to, yeah, when they were going to lose to the Suns, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, no, they got it. And it's just that loyalty. Yeah. So a lot of people, you know, even in sports, they don't have that loyalty. They're bandwagon. And so for me, leadership is loyalty. Yeah. I have to be loyal, you know, and it's served me well in the past because it's taught me a lot. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And what's kind of been through this time, uh, just kind of the most um, or, or let me let me ask you this. How, what's the most fulfilling thing for you? in ministry like what do you find like this is this is it like sitting across from johnny <laughs> who's now a pastor that used to be a bodybuilder that used to be in the secular world that eight years ago sat me down at planet smoothie and yeah. said hey i think i want to do this how do i do it mm. and then you know being able to see you do that you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's i yeah. uh, was in colorado this past weekend with my you know my buddy nick and uh you know, here's a kid that was an IT guy and I saw potential in him. And I said, you know what, this guy needs to, he was playing bass for our student band. And I said, don't play bass or play bass, but come lead worship. And wow. he couldn't sing that well. And I said, bro, but your heart is there. He got yeah. music lessons. And now he's the creative arts pastor for a church running, you know, two, 3000 people. So mm -hmm. my, my biggest things in life is when I can take somebody, um, see potential in them and push them bigger than I am. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that, to me, I think it's the, a lot of people will pull people up to their level and I don't want to pull people up to my level. 
I want to pull people up to my level and then propel them past me. Yeah. And so anytime I get to see that, it's not, it's not what I did. It's just what somebody did to me, what Brian did to me. And now I get to model that for others. Yeah. So seeing people that, um, that have that God given ability, that calling on their life and then being able to, you know, to call you and say, Man. Hey, here's an opportunity. And knowing that God has called you to be a pastor and you haven't been given the opportunity yet yeah, yeah. and being able to open up that door to opportunity. I feel like that that's the greatest accomplishments in ministry for me. That's wow. Wow. I didn't, I didn't expect that one, but you know, I didn't know Nick's story. That's phenomenal, yeah. man. Wow. It's a crazy long. We were talking about with his pastor this past weekend. Yeah. So wow. it, yeah, it's just, that's to me, just seeing people yeah. serve in ministry, you know, that, that I had a part in yeah. just pulling that out of them. That's the biggest fulfillment wow. for me. That's powerful, man. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, and just kind of like, uh, just one of your greatest moments. So you have a moment that you just always like, um, we talk about goat greatest of all time. Do you have yeah. a, uh, greatest moment of all time that you just always like come to like, it you know, just yeah, always so, crosses your mind. So three years ago, actually September the 12th is my third year anniversary of Genesis. And probably I would say my first Sunday at Genesis standing on stage with Tim, um, that was probably the thing that it was kind of like a culmination of like how we were raised. We went our separate ways. Um, it's a crazy God story, how it worked for me to be here. (laughs) And, but that first Sunday where you're actually like, Oh snap. Like we did this. <laughs> Here we are. And then we, afterwards we took a picture of our families together. That's probably it. Man. Yeah. yeah that's probably the coolest. Cause you guys have a long history, man. Oh, bro. You, and, yeah. and, and I always found it kind of like strange that you guys just, I guess sooner weren't together sooner and you were so close, Yeah, you know, it was, um, it was but, something that he never wanted to broach and I never wanted to. Um, because if, it, if, one of us didn't want it. Yeah. We didn't want it to be awkward. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't know that then we talked about that. Wow. You know, we talked about that recently is, you know, Hey, why did you never want, you know, ask me, he's like, I always wanted to, but I didn't want it to be awkward <laughs> if you didn't want to. And I'm like, man, I didn't yeah. want to ever push myself on you. And yeah. so it's funny, but you know, I was getting ready to turn 40 and I had my mentor. He asked me, you know, what do you want to do for the next 20 years? And so, you know, as an executive pastor, you know, it's, it's really, you know, he was like, do you want to go to, do you want to be a lead pastor? Do you want to plan a church? Do you like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go back into student ministry? So I took some time, prayed through and was like, no, I love being an executive pastor. I'm really, I believe God's gifted me in a lot of areas that, that the executive pastor holds. And I said, but I do like teaching. So I'd like an opportunity to teach more. And, um, so the second question, he said, if you could do it with anybody for the next 20 years, who do you want to do it with? Mm. And so it was a no brainer. I want to do it with Tim. And so it was a weird phone call when I wow. called him, you know, I was like, Hey, so I took him to Zaza's cause I knew that after he eats <laughs> Zaza's and has a sugar free, whatever cafe con leche, he's a lot happier, but basically just said, bro, like, what do you say we do this together for the next 20 years? Dude, and it, it's, it's just cool how it worked out. But that's probably, that's my greatest probably ministry moment yeah. ever. I, that, I love stories like that, man. Yeah. Just how they connect. Um, even mine coming in. Um, it was just like, man, you just sense like it's such a God thing that's happening, um, you know, with, with all of us together. And I just, I want to, you know, with everyone watching here, we, we got a lot of comments today, but just thank you, man. Um, you know, you gave me an opportunity six years ago. 
you know, that conversation at Planet Smoothie coming after that uh, 5K? No. 5K? It was oh, a run. Yeah, it was the 5K, yeah. 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 And you smoked us, made yeah. us look like girls. But, dude, that was, uh, yeah, you told me. You were like, hey, um, I remember that conversation. And it's crazy how um, it just came back to the forefront again. And it was just like, man. I knew it was in you. And so it was. Uh, I was just finally in a position to uh, to open that door I for just, you. Yeah. So. I, I think of it now and just always uh, just breaks me down, you know. Yeah. Um, but how do you manage everything, Chad? Like, you know, family, God, ministry, all of that. Like, how, how do you find yourself managing through all that? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> so I found that when you segment it, yeah. it's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you put it all together in the same pot. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. And so, um, and it's weird to say that, but it's like my family's the most important thing. Mm. You know, God's the most important thing. And what I do here is the most important thing. And it's like, it's not, but it all ties together. And when you're seeking God and your church wants you to be healthy and your lead pastor wants you to be healthy and he cares about your family and I care about his family and we all are seeking after God, it's like the same pot. You know what I mean? And so it's like, let's just do this. Like, what does that, you know, what does that look like? It, it depends every week, That's you true. know, but it's yeah. health across the board and all of them makes it manageable. Because yeah. if my wife thinks I'm working too much, you know what I'm saying? Then that's not healthy. That's not healthy for me, her or the church. Because, but if, if I'm all just, if I'm only at home and I'm never truly doing what God's called me to do ministry wise, you know, my wife's like, get out of the house, go, go, go up there, do what you need to. Yeah. And so it's, it's when you put it all in the same pot and God's the center and you're all chasing the same thing. That's the most important thing. That's yeah. how you manage it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how you manage it. A man of wisdom, man Pastor of wisdom. Tim was just walking by the podcast. <laughs> Must have heard me talking about him. No, he's just, uh, he's jealous. We're having fun he here. Is. That's yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Awesome. I want to get into some fun stuff with you, man. Right. Uh, and so we have a fun segment that okay. we want to launch. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got something here. I got something here. I think I got something here. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Oh fun segment, this baby. Is I'm excited. I'm excited. So anyways, uh, first question here is, uh, what do you enjoying outside of ministry? What is, um, what is, you know, the go-to that you always find yourself doing? So I like to do two things. I like to eat and I like to run. Nice. And if I do one without the other, it doesn't work well. <laughs> so I have a you massive eating problem. Run to eat. Yeah. I yeah. run to eat. Yeah. I run to eat. People, if, when they hear how much I run, they think, why are you not super duper right skinny shredded? <laughs> I'm like, because the second part of that is I will not turn away a buffet. So, which and by, by the way, Golden Corral opened oh back my up. Gosh, so, you told yeah. me that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, um, but what's funny is I don't eat bad stuff. It's just I eat a lot. Yeah. It, uh, a lot. Favorite food. Um, yeah, favorite food is the the meat, potato, the you know the yeah. steak. The You're a chicken. red meat guy. Um, yeah. I love seaf. I mean, just meat is is my weakness. Meat is yeah. my weakness. <laughs> <laughs> so I absolutely love it. So, but I love veggies. I love salads. Yeah, I, I you're mean, not a carb guy either. No, I'm not really no. a carb guy. Just because. And like it doesn't, I don't know. I've just never, my wife, she loves, you know, like a really good carbs, potato. I know you love yeah. like the good car. I'm, I'm like a veggie and meat guy, but I'm like, don't give me one steak. I want like three. 
Yeah, dude. I you invited know. you to our house and we had all the elders and I think you ate like all the picanha. Yeah, yeah, that's just how I roll. <laughs> so that's just how I roll. So Sweet. Uh, I'm interested in, uh, and this is something that I really enjoy, but um, what was a job that you had before ministry? Okay, like, this is a funny story. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go short. So because my granddad raised me and um, you say we didn't have a silver spoon and I appreciate that, but we did have a silver spoon. Um, so I was raised blessed. I mean, it was, I tell people all the time, God, God was so, he blessed us. I lost a lot of things, but I gained so many things. And so, um, so one of the funny things I wanted to learn, cause all my buddies, Tim included their, you know, their dads were teaching them how to like, you know, hang ceiling fans and do electrical stuff and do plumbing stuff and all stuff. So I went to dad and I said, pops, listen, like, I really want to learn how to do this. He said, okay, I got you covered. Now I had never seen my dad do anything electrical. I'd never seen pops do anything, plumbing, anything. So, but he's like, I got it. He said, wake up tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, be ready to go at seven o'clock. And I'm like, okay, let's rock. So I get up seven o'clock, you know, and we go out, we get in his car. I'm like, okay, we're going. He drives me to true value hardware. <laughs> I'm like, this is great. We're going to get electrical stuff and plumbing stuff. He's going to show me. So we walk in the door. There's a lady sitting at the cash register. Her name is Beverly. And he says, Beverly, is Chuck here? And, um, and I don't think anything of it. And she says, oh yeah, Gordon, he's, uh, he's in his office. So walk up, go to the back, walk up to his office. And he says, uh, Hey Chuck, Chuck comes over. Chuck Overstreet was the owner's name. He says, Chuck, this is my son. This is Chad. I said, Hey, Mr. Overstreet, how are you? He says, good. And uh, pop says, all right, I'll pick him up about one. And I'll never forget <laughs> thinking like, hold on, wait, I'm staying here. Like, like, why? Like, and so, uh, so Chuck, so Pops leaves. So Chuck takes me downstairs. He takes me to the back and he says, oh, you look like you wear about a large. And so he hands me a red true value shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I to do with this? He says, well, you work here now. So put this shirt on. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So Did I put you? the shirt on and that <laughs> I worked at true value. For a day or? No, I worked there. I think it was like almost three years. What? And it was one of the best jobs I ever had. But the cool thing about that, other than Lowe's and Home Depot, and if you work at Lowe's or Home Depot, I, I'm not hating on you, really. But like at True Value, like the plumbing department was run by a guy named Melvin. And he was like 85 years old. Sounds like a plumber. And he, yeah. And he had been, he'd been a, like a plumber for 50 years. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's and then insane. Bill Hawkins was the guy that ran the electrical department. And he had been an electrician for 60 years. And so what they do is I could walk over and, you know, Johnny would come in and with these wires and I'd walk over to Bill and Bill would, would, you know, say, Hey Johnny, this is what you need while yeah. I'm standing there. So he began to teach me like Crazy. how to do electrical and how to do fans and all that stuff. But my dad's version of I'll teach you was by the way, <laughs> you now have a job. <laughs> And uh, it was the craziest thing, but yeah, wow. I mean, I worked there, you know, Saturdays, a couple of nights a week and it was like three years, but that was, I loved it. I, I tell Michelle all the time, it was one of the best jobs I ever had. That's awesome. So, but yeah, that's how, uh, that's that how Pops great. decided to teach For, me. And then it, it became a three year job. Yeah, it was like that's a, a insane. Two or three, I mean, a, that's a, awesome. a long time. So <laughs> it was, it was a long time. So, what I, is, uh, one random thing that many people just don't know about you? Um, oh, one random See, I'm an open book, bro. Yeah, so many people yeah. know so much about me. Um, and so many people know you. Yeah. You're, dude, I, I, you should run for mayor. I'm no, not going to lie. He's in mayor mafia. I'm, <laughs> not sure. I'm not sure. Because I always have bro, a guy. You're, you, you have, you're the guy, have guy that knows the guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's random? One random thing. Um, 
Okay, this is kind of random. So based off of what you just said, so I know a lot of people because my, my wife jokes, I talk to everybody, right? But honestly, I'd love to be at my house on my couch by myself. Like that's where, that's why I run, right? I run and I don't listen to music and it's the only hour and 15 minutes a day I'm by myself. And I love being by myself. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. Wow. And, but I do, I love being, I, I really love being by myself. That's crazy. And not for like massive long periods of yeah, time, but yeah. there's some energy and some refreshment about just being by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just by myself. <laughs> I got a comment here uh, by uh, Chris. He says, uh, my girls call him Mafia Chad. Yeah, well, <laughs> I will literally That's talk awesome. to anybody. My favorite That's is awesome. when... Michelle and I travel a lot back, you know, we go to New York City a ton and Chicago. And when you get into cabs, you yeah. know, everybody never says anything. Yeah. My wife, every time we get in a cab, she like puts her head down. And I have a 20-minute conversation yeah. with the cabbie. And probably about 40 to 50% of the time, we have a mutual friend somewhere. <laughs> and she just <laughs> dies. She's like, what are you doing? Stop talking. Dude, yeah. So, But yeah. my son gets that from me. That's, so it's pretty funny. Yeah. So we're, we don't That's do road awesome. trips because I don't know. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't mention traveling. I mean, well, a lot of people know we travel a lot. Yeah, I love true. traveling. I, I yeah. really do. We love traveling. Yeah. So my wife and I, that's something we do. JJ loves it. His first like professional photo, other than Tandy coming into the hospital and taking photos with yeah. us, um, was a passport photo. <laughs> so he's used his passport a lot. It's expired <laughs> now, so we got to get another that's one awesome. for him. That's but, awesome. Yeah. All right, we're going into a new segment. A new um, segment? Yes, I didn't Whoa. tell you about this. This is the last one, and okay. we had a lot of fun last week, All but right, it is called our Rapid Fire segment. <laughs> Woo! Let that fire burn. Rapid here. It's burning, baby. It's burning. It is burning. What do we got? All right, so... I'm going to ask you in one minute, a couple questions, okay. and you want answers. Yep. All right, ready? Go. All right, let me get the timer. Hold on, hold on. Oh, so you use a timer for this part? I do use a timer. <laughs> Stop, bro. <laughs> for this part? Chad, be on me, man. All right, here we go. All right, what we got? Coffee or tea? Coffee. Ice coffee or warm coffee? Ice coffee. I sweat too much. Book or movie? Audiobook. Funny movie or suspense? Funny always. Music or podcast? Podcast. Movie theater or Broadway? Oh God, not Broadway! <laughs> Punch me in the easy. face. <laughs> yeah. Basketball, football, baseball. Basketball. Beach or cabin? Beach. Summer or winter? Well, in Florida, winter is amazing. Yeah, Anywhere true. else, summer. Yeah. But Florida, winter. Yeah. Favorite holiday? Christmas. Favorite food? You mentioned that. Meat. Yep. Pumpkin spice or peppermint mocha? Pumpkin. Okay. Boxers or briefs? Nothing. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm answering this for me, not you. Um, yeah, we'll go. We'll go with. Uh, we'll go with boxers. Something, bro. You gotta yeah, say we'll something. Go with boxers. Bro. Neither's not an option. <laughs> Texting or talking on the phone? Texting. Okay. Um, Biggie or Tupac? East Coast, West Coast. Let's go. East Coast, bro. Let's All go. day. Let's go. Let's go. They're both still alive. All right. On an island with us. Nah, you took a little longer, but it's okay. So now you're the, you're the long one. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 
Sweet, man. Oh, this so was... That's it? This is, <laughs> 37 minutes, Johnny? We are... Uh, 37 minutes. Man, this has been fun. How many fun. people are, are This commenting? has been fun, dude. I got the most comments. You, oh. You're a popular guy. You're a oh, popular God. guy. I got the most comments uh, since we've we've aired live so i appreciate you guys commenting uh this man is, is a legend we're looking straight ahead right this over here one? yes just so y'all know this is a very small room <laughs> johnny has three cameras and he wanted me to wear headphones i said johnny you're six inches from Liz, me you, it, it just there's something to, you gotta hear it i don't know you you, this, you don't it sounds I did great. great it sounds great no it sounds great he, he doesn't understand Tune in next Listen. time for johnny's three-hour podcast <laughs> seven parts Oh, Who's man. interviewing you? Uh, uh, Pastor Tim. Uh, oh, guys can tag team if you want. Yeah. I don't know if this room's big enough for three people and 12 cameras. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Did you get all but the angles? I got everything. Okay. I got everything. So, guys, thank you so much. Um, before we head out, um, you want to finish us off with some prayer? Yeah. Uh, we didn't get any requests here, but obviously, you know, we hear through the week. Yeah. Everybody that's. Um, and this Sunday, we got Stan Strong last yes. week. Yes. So I know it's Labor Day weekend, but um, man, it's going to be great. Tim yes. and I just came out of a meeting, so we're talking about identity, and yep. uh, it's going to be a good Sunday. Yeah. Johnny's going to be there. And I walk in, and they give me like 10, 15 ideas <laughs> of what to do for this Sunday, and we we've already to, talked about what we we're going yeah, to do. We don't know how to do it, Johnny, so. but we'd like for you to. Let's pray for Johnny. Please. Let's pray today. Dear God, Lord, we love you. God, we thank you for just the opportunity that we have to um, to hang out, God, to to talk. We thank you for those that are watching, um, God, that will watch. God, we pray that they'll be encouraged by um, just the camaraderie that we have on this team. God, bless those that, um, that are struggling today. God, bless those that need more of you today. God, show yourself to them. Love them. Um, God, in ways that only you can. And so, God, we thank you for this weekend. God, we know you're going to show up. We pray that you show up and you just blow our minds. So, God, we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, guys, thank you. And once again, we are on every Thursday live on Facebook. We'll be transitioning to YouTube here in a few weeks, going live there. And you can find us on all podcast streams as well. So, uh, Chad, uh, any last comments? Anything nope. you wanted to uh, roll I'm good to go. go. I prayed. I said amen. Now we just have to say (laughs) grace and peace. Grace and peace.